Its energy surrounds us and binds us. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Carbonite Convos podcast. This is podcast number 23, and it's being recorded on Tuesday, January 5th, 2021. First podcast episode of 2021, so I hope everybody had a great new year. If you're watching this video, you can already tell something is different, um, but if you're listening, uh, you, we will get right to it. Um, if you're watching, you can obviously tell that Alec, aka Wallcrawler Pops, is no longer, well, not no longer, he's not on the, the episode today, this is the first time we've ever had an episode without Alec, but we've been meaning to bring on on a re- reoccurring guest for a while now, so joining me today is my little cousin Colton, uh, big Star Wars fan, so today's episode is going to be a lot of a lot like our, our pilot episode where we're just going to kind of get to know Colton as a Star Wars fan just because he, you're going to see his face um, and hear his voice across the channel pretty frequently uh, moving forward. He's in college at F, uh, FSU right now playing baseball. So he he and Alec have a very taxing schedule baseball-wise, but I don't want to bore you with, with sports when we can be talking Star Wars. I'm just kidding, big sports guy. Um, but Colton, how we doing tonight, man? Thanks for coming on. Dude, I've been looking forward to talking Star Wars with you for a long time, man. Like, this is exciting. Very excited. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's always fun. Always fun. I remember I was just home. Now, Colton still lives in – he lives in Florida, obviously, where, where I'm from. So, went home for winter break, and, you know, I remember we were just having, like, a little Christmas dinner, and we were just talking Star Wars the Dude, whole we, time. we went down the rabbit hole, man. Yes, we, we went did. through everything. It was yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. all my none of my friends really are into star wars so when you come down and you get to talk to me about it uh, dude i freaking love it it's awesome oh yeah man oh yeah and i know he's doing a good job getting some friends uh recruited to watching star wars oh, yeah. and look at that the man himself alec Port- <laughs> i don't know if you can see it alec porterfield the man actually let's answer this facetime live really quick Alec Porterfield, we are live on carbonite combos it's weird that you would facetime us so let's just say hey. hi to- Say hey, Alec. What's up, dude? Oh, okay. Well, he's rude. <laughs> I can't. I can't hear you, bro. But all right, we'll let Alec go. Um, so you know, he had to make an appearance on the first episode of 2021. Uh, you can find him, Wallcrawler Pops, on Instagram. So, uh, Alec, we'll see you later, buddy. Yeah, I kind of feel kind of feel out. I don't have a pop collection. This is kind of. I got. A, I got a nice Lego collection behind me. I got that right there. Yes, sir. He's a big Lego guy. Big oh, Lego yeah. Guy. That's oh, yeah. so crazy that Alec would call me right in the that middle is, of that. That well, is crazy. That it was an accident. But what were, we, what were we talking about before? Oh, yeah. We were just talking on uh, Christmas break. Just like you said, we went down the rabbit hole. You know, we were actually in your room. We were talking about Legos. We were talking about Pops. We were talking about everything, everything. Star Wars. So um, let's just, uh, you know, get started right off the bat. I know we've watched Star Wars a lot together, but let's hear how you got into Star Wars originally. Dude, it's you. I uh, I'd come over to your house when I was like five or six years old, and you'd sit me in your living room with you and your dad, and we just watch whatever Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, A New Hope, anything. And dude, I saw how passionate you guys were about it, and I that just created a love inside me, man. I freaking loved it. That's awesome. It was awesome. So you were born in two thousand, so you're a you're a prequel guy. For oh man. Sure. Original series, man. Come oh, on, you're an OG, man. really? Oh yes. I Come see on. That's that's so. We've never really talked favorite stuff, but no, we um, haven't. So, 
huh, I would have thought you, because, you know, I like Star Wars all the same, but, you know, my favorite is the OG, A New oh, Hope. Yeah. What's, oh, yeah. that, what's your favorite one? Empire, baby. Really? Empire. I Hell love yeah. it. So what, what's it about Empire that does it for you? I love watching Luke train in the Dagobah system. Really? That is my favorite. I love it. If you, uh, and we, we talk about this book every time, but if you haven't read from a certain point of view, I think we might've talked about it. When a little we, bit. Yeah. It get, the first one gives a nice story about what Yoda was doing on Dagobah during mm-hmm. a new hope. Um, and also, you know, that's where I told you about the, the Qui-Gon, the cloak, uh, yeah. the cloak being his blanket, but it goes, it, it, it goes a lot deeper than that. So it's, it's a really cool book. I highly, highly recommend. So it. I have a, que- I have a question for you. So I know, uh, I know Qui-Gon perfected the force ghost. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, fact check me if I'm wrong? Yeah, no, no, no. You're okay. Right. You're, okay. Well, he was the first one to. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the first one so, to paint it. Uh, from that book in the Dagobah system and the New Hope is is Yoda training to become a Force ghost because I know he's getting old. Like, does that book talk about that? You know, that's a dang. You put me on the spot there. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, I'm telling you, I've been trying to get. I'm trying to pick your brain, I mean, man. That kind of goes back to Clone Wars. Remember, yeah. remember the uh, the ending of season six when Yoda goes. The last three three episodes, I think, are or maybe it's two. Remember that's Yoda's big quest where mm-hmm. he talks to Qui Gon. Mm-hmm. He, he sees, right. you know, the that's future right. of the Jedi Order. I think that's when he really started yeah. it, um, because we we see that Qui Gon really gives him that that understanding that it goes far beyond the. You know, light and dark. There's exactly. this is more than light and dark. There's I don't know how to explain of course. it. Freaking George Lucas doesn't even know how to explain it. He said that. He's like trying to keep it as mysterious as possible. Just, I know. It's you know, the force is kind of this well, everybody knows what the force is. <laughs> it's one of those ineffable things, you know, we can't yeah. we just can't explain it. But you know, I think Yoda really started as journey towards what Qui-Gon attained at in that moment in the Clone Wars and then I don't think that's something you ever stop learning about mm-hmm. so there's always sure new when, things to learn yeah I'm sure when he was on Dagobah yeah I'm, I'm sure he was uh okay which theory do you like better that Grogu is Yoda and Yaddle's baby or he's a clone like a force clone I I just don't like the picture of Yoda and Yaddle, so I'd rather him being a clone. Yeah, I don't like that I mean, picture. To be honest, I don't think I don't think he's either. I I've <laughs> not, I haven't really dug too far down that hole yet, but I don't know. I I think he's just his own his own thing. Dude, yeah, yeah. There he's you Grogu. Go. He's Grogu. Grogu. Now, what could come from him? We don't know. You know, we've got a lot of hints dude, of that. That's what I'm excited to see. Are they Are they making a like a story about him and Luke. We don't know. There's some rumors that there will be like a Grogu show or even a Luke show. So mm-hmm. we'll which, which new show are you most excited about? Come on. You know, the answer. No, I want to hear it. Kenobi. Kenobi. Me too. hundred percent. We're going to see Hayden Christensen as Vader yes. again. Yes. Uh, we're going to see the Epic rematch. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. I am um, so I, I got to ask you because, you know, one of my main things we were going to go into, you know, your favorite characters, 
Now, I was kind of basing that when I was trying to, because I have no clue who your favorite characters are. I was kind of basing that on the thought that you were, you know, the prequels were your favorites. So let's give us your number five first. Number five. I wrote them down right here just so I wouldn't forget them. Oh, you're good. I would say, okay, my number five, just because he's the most recent, recent is Bill Burr's character in The Mandalorian. Really? He, he cracks me up, man. I just yeah. like seeing a lightheartedness to Star Wars. Like, it's not all serious. Like, he's, he's, when they're going up into that explosive vehicle, they're carrying the explosives. I forget what they're yeah. talking. He, he's busting jokes at, like, the girl. I forget what her name is. You know what Cara I'm talking Dune. about? Cara Dune. Yeah. And he's just making jokes about her. I was, I love Bill yeah. Burr too. He's the, awesome. I think what makes him, what makes that character more complex is based on the scene, you know, that really mm-hmm. intense scene with, when him and Mando are both on, both have their helmets off. Yes, he's very lighthearted, but he can do those serious scenes, and he obviously yeah. has a lot of a lot of history. So it'd be cool to get a, it'd be cool to get another story of more of these. And uh, Imperials that are defecting. I don't mm-hmm. know if he hundred percent like. I don't know how he came to be part of you know or, or left the Empire because mm-hmm. you have Bodie Rook, uh, Sabine Wedge, Finn. Angelis, yeah, Finn. All these people that are defecting, and I love hearing those stories. You know, so, so it'd, be, it'd be cool to see about that, huh? I can all honestly right. say I never would have guessed that. Well, I'm I'm a huge like comedy fan, like stand up. I watch stand up all the time. So when I saw Bill Burr. Oh, so you were already—you were already a Bill Burr fan. Big fan. Gotcha. Like That—that cool. that, character has got a little bias behind it, but that's all. Yeah. Right. That's Did all you right. know he hated Star Wars? Yes, that's what I was gonna say. I think that's what makes it so ironic. Like, and Favreau thought it would be funny. Yeah, he said. <laughs> yeah, I think we watched the same video. He said John Favreau came up to him and said, "We have a part. We're making it for you." And he's like, "Nah, I've been talking crap on Star Wars for <laughs> for, for two decades." He was like, no, I think your fans will love it. I think this part is, is yours if you want it. And his wife told him to take it. So it's crazy how that stuff works out. Now he's a little Star Wars fan. I know. Funny. I know. And I hope they bring him back in season three. I think that yeah. would be freaking cool. Oh, yeah. I, I could see him as one of those characters that will pop up here yeah, and there. Definitely. <laughs> you want me to go in my number four? We can just roll through the list right here. here All, right. All right. Number four. I would have to say... So I didn't write them in order, so I'm going to have to kind of just like, let's say, I was going to say Rex. Really? And Rex, yeah. Rex is not my top 10. Because when I was, so when I was young, like when I was coming up, that's when the Clone Wars was releasing on Cartoon Network. Yeah. And dude, oh, I loved Rex. I thought he was a badass. I loved him. So did you watch the Clone Wars kind of as it came out? Really? I, yeah. I'm jealous of that because I never, I never really did that. I, I watched it. First time I watched it was like five years ago, I think. Uh, I think I was, I think it was seven or eight. Up. Yeah, I I seven or eight. Uh, that's really cool. That's yep. really cool. Every, every Friday morning, baby. So, what do you like? How did you feel about his character? Well, not character rounding off, but how did you feel about his end to the Clone Wars series? in season seven because obviously not an end to his character but um how do you think just, he ended just off? seeing like like what do you mean like the turmoil that he faced because he knew about 66 like he saw what it was doing yeah i mean because okay so i recently watched this season seven yeah and i remember him going to get echo and seeing what they were doing to echo 
I know it felt like he was losing a brother and stuff like that and seeing him go through that like heartbreak almost. Oh yeah. It's it tough, man. Like I saw that man grow into a just a badass like Yeah. He's awesome. He's a really complex character because you look mm-hmm. at Let's compare him and Commander Cody, you know, and I apologize, people. We're going to be this episode is going to be all over the place. Um, you know, this is definitely the heart of Carbonite combos because this is just a combo. We have no clue where it's going. We just have some things in mind, but you never know where the, the episode could go from there. But what I was going to say was think of the difference between Commander Cody and Captain Rex. You know, we mm. see Commander Cody. He pulls out his little comm link or whatever it's called execute order 66 he's like we'll be done my lord points up at obi-wan yeah just quick Um, to flip sides like that yeah and then you see rex and that's part of the reason what uh got him on my top 10 is because he was able to fight that just Mm -hmm. long enough to tell ahsoka find fives find that fight like find out what happened to him and you'll realize what's going on with me Mm -hmm. so that was And to see him come back as an old man in Rebels was awesome. Yeah. Did you know about him in Return of the Jedi? Yes. I did. All right, good, good. I saw that in a little like factoid picture on Instagram. Yeah. Like Lucas like just kind of said it. Like I don't you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I thought it was cool that he added that in there. Yeah. Just gives more depth to the story. Sweet. Definitely, definitely. All right, so we're going from Mayfeld to Rex. Captain Rex. To into my three. third Kanan. Really? Wow, you are all over the place. That's interesting. Let's hear what it is about Kanan. So, just so the Jedi Order right now is not there, pretty much not there. And I think Kanan embodies everything of a Jedi. He once he got blinded, the dude saw through the Force. He taught Ezra everything, and dude, again, he was just a badass. Like he is. He's just it. And I, he was, he made the rebels for me. Like, cause at the beginning of rebels before Ezra started going through his training, I was kind of, I wouldn't say I was bored. I was into it just cause it was star Wars, but I wasn't familiar with any of the characters. Yeah. So I had no like reason to stay. If that yeah. makes any sense. So once it started picking up the pace a little bit and I saw Kanan really, his character actually develop, I was like, Oh my gosh, this show is, show is good. I like this show. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I know Alec just watched through Rebels like fairly recent, and I didn't watch through it till like what, like two years ago, maybe. Dude, we went on. My family went on vacation to Stone Mountain last year, yeah. and at, for a week, and it was all me and my brothers and sisters, and my nephews. So I was locked up in my room. I watched the whole thing in a week. Yeah, because I was had nothing else to do, yeah. and I beat the the Fallen Order as well. Beat that. Fallen Order. That was a dope game. That was a dope game. Did you play? Uh, uh, oh wait, you texted me the other day about Squadrons. Did you? I haven't. Did you play I haven't played all? it yet. Nope, I haven't. It was. I just don't have time for it, you know, because it's it's just a flying game, which yeah. it's fun. But me, like you know, doing the podcast, doing all the editing and social media stuff on top of having a full time job, like mm-hmm. I just don't have time to play uh, Squadrons and. Also, nobody I know except for a couple cha- a couple um, other other YouTube channels and podcasts, but I still haven't even played with them because I've only played a couple times. But when I play video games, I like to play with the boys, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm still on that Fortnite grind. I'm hopping on that after after the uh, 
Fortnite. Yeah, I was. I've been debating on streaming a little bit. Yeah, throwing it up on the YouTube channel. Yeah, because okay. like, you Are know, you like, good enough we, to stream. Oh no, no, no! It's not gonna be. <laughs> it's not gonna be for the for the Fortnite. No, it's definitely not gonna be for the skill. It's gonna be more for uh, the conversation. Personality. Exactly. So you're gonna exactly. talk about Star Wars while you're one v one in people in a build battle? I mean, I doubt, it. <laughs> I doubt it. But Alec just downloaded Fortnite again, so. I had to get rid of it because of Call of Duty. Really? Because Call of Duty's just whatever. All right, let's let's go into number two, shall we? Okay, this one, they're kind of tied between one and two, just because, I don't know. So I'd have to say my two is Mace Windu. All right. How they're, do you, going right off of that, well, no, you tell me why, and then we'll go into it. Okay. So, like... When I was originally watching the prequels, I just thought, okay, Mace Windu, you don't really get to see him do that much. But when Clone Wars came out, you see him actually like leading the Jedi and being a leader in the Jedi and helping Anakin and being like this right-hand man to Yoda and all that stuff. And when I was doing more research on the character and Samuel L. Jackson, and I remember Samuel L. Jackson going up to George Lucas and hey, I want a purple lightsaber. Yeah. I was just like... That's awesome, man. Like, that's so cool. That's one of those where the actor helps make the character. Oh, yeah. Especially Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, Because he's, like, one of the only people in Star Wars that, where they got someone that was already famous to play, yeah. like, a lead role. Back to what you said, I think, like, you know, when, when it comes to terms of helping Anakin, I think he, like, almost hurt him more. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. I think he pushed him a little bit. Yeah, he he didn't like Anakin whatsoever. Because he kept him away from yeah. the council, and that was all Anakin wanted to be. He wanted to be in the council. So Even then, he, from the you know, and I know uh, Star Wars theory talked about it on his podcast this week about how just Anakin and Mace Windu's relationship. So um, I'm sure you guys have heard that because if you listen to if you guys listen to Carbonite Combos, you're definitely already listening to Star Wars mm-hmm. theory. Um, Dude, I need to get into that. I need to get into the theory too. Yeah, and I know you've watched some some of his channel. He's two or three episodes. Incredible. Yeah, because I would man. I would watch your like I would watch uh, so after I'd watch the Mandalorian, I would go in and watch your you and Alex reaction videos just yeah. to see what you guys thought about it, just whatever. And then I'd finish it and I'd just scroll down and I'd see some crazy theory that he had on his YouTube yeah. channel and I'd be like, whoa! You will learn more about Star Wars, I think, from him than anybody else. Oh, I can tell. He's incredible. I can he was tell, a man. Big inspiration for us. But going back to Mace Windu, really quick, um, how do you feel about you know his possible return? Okay, so I guess the timelines don't really meet up. But when I saw an X-wing pass by the ship in the season finale, my mind was either Ezra. This is what I, who I wanted it to be, not like logically, Ezra or Mace Windu. Because I know Mace Windu's... Well, let's, let's think of one. This is five years after Return of the Jedi, so that's... I, I don't know. I don't know. All right, so Revenge of the Sith, but he's about like 40-something. 20 years later is when A New Hope is, so he'd be about 60. Yeah, by that time, he'd be, he'd be pretty old. He'd be pretty Dude, old. I just know him and Yoda's like relationship. It was so... They were as tight. Like, they were mastering... 
trainee. I wouldn't want to say trainee, but like yeah, he wasn't really his apprentice or his yeah. padawan, but he was, you know, right hand man. They're always learning from the grandmaster, obviously. Yeah, dude, I just wanted to see his character come back really bad. Oh yeah, and I think it's a very big possibility that we will. I think it's really cool, which I would be a, I'd be a huge fan of that. Um, he, I've been hearing a lot um, that he would come back, and he might. There's a possibility he was the one that saved Grogu from the temple. So there be, you go. That's that, sweet. I like that's that a story in and of itself. In and of itself. Yeah, so Mace Windu was your number two. All right. So let let's think about this through. Don't tell me your number one yet or tied. Because you've gone from Mayfeld in The Mandalorian to Captain Rex in The Clone Wars to Kanan Jarrus in uh, Rebels to Mace Windu from the prequels. And I've noticed there's nobody from the original trilogy in there. So are we going to see something, someone in the original trilogy or are we sticking in the prequels? Because I think you're going to say Yoda, but that's just my guess. No? no. Get, hold on. Let me get two more guesses. Here, give me the, give me the, the era. I'm going to give you a hint. But you know I'll you, probably get the hint. Nah, I mean, think about it. You brought me on to Sp- Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I always was... R2-D2. No. Dang. That's, that's, that's only you, man. R2 and Yoda are my one and two. Is that it? Is that all you got? Well, I, I love Luke, but... Kenobi, Anakin, Obi-Wan. Kenobi. Nice. He's, He's a classic. He just He's meshes classic. all three together. Well, I guess not the sequels. I was trilogies, but not really the sequels. I mean, if you want to say his training to Luke's, whatever. But yeah, and you hear his voice, but yeah, nothing other than that. But no, man, he's always been my favorite. Really? Yes, especially when they made Clone Wars. Just loved it. Yeah, we got to see a lot more of him. I remember when I was at Star Wars weekends one time. Uh, James Arnold Taylor, the guy that plays his voice, he was there. I didn't get to meet him, but I was like, I, I like how I just point, like, it, like you guys can see the distance of what I'm pointing to. <laughs> we we were a good like 15, 20 feet away, so it was it was pretty cool. I went to Star Wars weekend one time when I was oh. five, and I got called up on on stage to fight Darth Vader. That was always Nevada. the best, man. Dude, and they, and they told me just to like block his shots and just kind of like do whatever. And my yeah. parents told me I went straight for the legs, son. <laughs> I was I was trying to kill Darth Vader. I was not yeah. letting him win. Those were man, Star Wars weekend was some of the best. Those were well. Now it's Star Wars weekend all the time, but yeah. I think what made it so special back then is just that it wasn't all the time. It was yeah. It was Star Wars weekend. Yeah, Star Wars weekends because I Cause think that was, like two or three, two weekends a year where there was Star Wars everywhere. everywhere. I miss that a lot, and yeah, that's Star Wars everywhere now. But just that feeling of anticipation, knowing that you know, for that those two weekends, that's all you're getting. Have you been to the new Star Wars at Disney World? It, especially with the pandemic and me living up in Pittsburgh right now, it has not worked out. Me and Alec had a trip planned to go to Tampa Bay Comic-Con on a Saturday. And it was going to be when Hollywood Studios opened back up after the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And that we were going to go to Tampa Bay Comic-Con on Saturday. We bought our tickets. And then we were going to go to Galaxy's Edge on that Monday. We were going to do everything. We were going to build the lightsabers. It was going to be the first time. But 
Comic Con got canceled, and then it. I don't. I think either it didn't end up opening. They said a lot of stuff was going to be closed still. So mm-hmm. me and him kind of agreed that the first time we go to Galaxy's Edge, we wanted it to be when everything is open, when it is at its fullest. You know, Dude. there's no holding back. You know. Yeah. I know no, you I, went, compl- I completely you, understand. You made the droid. Dude, that droid is awesome. I think I, I'm going to leave him here, though, not bring him back up yeah. to college with me. He didn't make it out of the box up there. <laughs> I hear you, man. That was the first time I'd ever seen. I like. I knew you could make a droid, but I didn't know what they looked like because whenever I see – I don't read a lot about Galaxy's – yeah, you can get them. Yeah, let me get them. <laughs> I don't read a lot about Galaxy's Edge. Um, you know, I know a lot that's there. I know there's rides, restaurants, all, all this stuff, but I want to be as surprised as I can going there. So – there we go. Say, man. What's it? There we go. Now we can learn a little bit more about you as a fan. What? Uh, let's hear about why you picked to make. For those of you listening, listening, not uh, not viewing. Hold it up a little bit more. We have an R two unit here. We have a a black base, some blue, a little transparent head. You know, transparent head. We got some blue accents. Yeah, turn that baby on. Oh, Let's don't want to throw him off the desk. That's no go. Let's hear. There we go. I love Dude, this thing is name? awesome. His name is R5D11. Now let's hear the let's hear the reason behind R5D11. So eleven was my brother's number in baseball when he was in high school, and I he's the only reason I ever started baseball. Yeah. So I, I looked up to him. And five was my number when I played like travel ball and little league yeah. and stuff. So I just meshed the two, you know? Yeah. No, and they, they asked me if I wanted a BB eight instead of an R two unit. And I was like, no, thanks, man. No, I no like BB eight. I have no problems with BB eight. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong, man, but you can't beat an R two unit. No, R two is can't. my man. It's the OG. And I know. Man, I, I felt so bad because lately I had been kind of feeling because we hadn't seen too much r2 in action because the sequels mm. didn't really do him justice or anything and Don't you know, he had the map the, he had the map for luke but it, he just wasn't the r2 that we were used to seeing so i hadn't mm. seen it you know we got a little bit of him in rebels one shot of him in rogue one nothing in solo we got him a lot in the clone wars which is cool but we hadn't seen him in a while in something new where he was being classic r2 yeah and although he didn't do much in the Mandalorian. I, uh, you know, it, it, that brought him back up on, on the list because seeing him reminded me of why I love R2 because you know, you saw my reaction. I was already (laughs) crying when Luke was on the screen. And then when R2, I had kind of wiped the tears R2 comes and they start flowing again. Um, I'll tell you what, after that, Luke, I I have to reevaluate my list. I haven't looked at that in a long time. So Luke has definitely, I think he might have bumped up a little bit. I brained this list right before the podcast started. So this this list could fluctuate just depending on what mood I'm in. I think all lists do. All lists do because you you know Star Wars my opinions on what's what, who's who, it's constantly changing because like like we were talking about the other day and like Alec and I have talked on the podcast is Star Wars is so they put everything in a way you can interpret it yourself, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, you definitely. can take it how you want it. And that's why there's so many theories. That's unfortunately, that's why there's so many arguments too. Yeah. You hate seeing people argue as much as they do, but 
everybody has their own opinion. We're in a world where everybody can put their opinion out like that. I love, I love listening. (laughs) I love listening to the theories. The theories, the theories just get me super excited for their next project. Just like, is is, could this theory be true? Like, what could happen? You never know. You never know what they're gonna do. You never do. You never do. Especially now that John Favreau's on, that man gets it. Yes, he does. We got the we got the dynamic duo and Favreau and Filoni. So the future of Star Wars is definitely in. in I feel like them two. They ha- they both have George Lucas's vision, but they know how to expand it to like everybody. If that makes sense. Yeah, li- I I think going off what you're saying is Filoni has I think Filoni more than Favreau because mm-hmm. I agree. Filoni was directly under George Lucas. He knows what's I think he truly knows what's right for Star Wars, um, what George Lucas would want, and also what new generations would want. Mm-hmm. And what's cool about where Favreau comes in is he loves Star Wars too. He's learned a lot along the way, but he can bring the technical side to where he can bring this to life. Yes. Yeah. Mandalorian season one was Filoni's first live action, but that was not even close to Favreau's live action. And I was listening to an interview of George Lucas the other day on, you know, innovation and inventions with art, film, all this stuff. It was really interesting. He's a brilliant guy. He said, you don't to invent something. You don't come up with an idea and then it become popular. At least uh, it's, it's hard because you know, I'm not a philosopher. Yeah, no, I get it. You don't come up with an idea and then it comes famous. What happens is in art and film and all these different mediums, you find a need, mm-hmm. you find a need, and you fill that gap. Mm-hmm. You, it, you come up with the solution. So, you know, we've gone from the original trilogy to the prequel trilogy to the sequels now to The Mandalorian. Think of the difference between the original trilogy to The Mandalorian. It's come, it's taken steps, you know, throughout the mm-hmm. decades. And John Favreau, what he has brought to Star Wars and what Favreau and what that is then brought to the rest of the film industry is that next step, you know, that next yeah. step in live action film, which is really cool. So you, you put those two together and you have a hell of a star Wars show. Dude, when uh, the Mandalorian first came out, I think was that it was like in December of last year, right? I think it was November. November. Yeah, yeah definitely. It was either late October, early November. I can't remember because it was it was done by the new year. It was done by Rise of Skywalker, I think. Yeah. So when season two came out, and I was pretty much pretty much quarantined up at FSU just because of baseball, you can't really go out, you can't really do anything. Yeah. So what kept me like going on from day to day without getting too much in my head was just waiting for Friday. Yeah. I need to get to Friday. I need to see where Mando goes next. I need to see anything. Just like give me some a little bit of excitement. You know yeah. what I mean? No, I, I, I kept my head on straight a little bit. I just waiting. I for get it. it. See, I have a love hate rela- not love hate because I love it so much. But you know, I I have to get not have to, but I get up at two thirty so we can film the reactions. And I just regret that Alec and I started so late. Mm-hmm. You know, because we started at um, 
we didn't we didn't the Ahsoka episode, the Jedi, it was the first full episode reaction we've done to anything and man we've seen so much growth since then and we're just we've seen so much positivity comments it's it just makes it i i regret not starting it sooner but i'm glad we started when we did um Dude, who knows, maybe you'll be on the next reactions as well i hope so well if it's you're gonna be get a, up at two at three yeah it's three yeah, yeah. See, I don't know. we get up at 2 30 and then you know get get yeah well alec he he just stays awake because it's comes out at one o'clock for him that's easy because yeah. you know i i we we record the reaction and then i edit it so i can get it out before work the next day um so man it's a rough thursday night friday morning but it's so worth it yes so definitely it. um dude when i so i was at my buddy's house when i saw on your twitter that you made a podcast about star wars yeah and i was like this is this kid's calling. This is what he was meant to do. He was meant to sit somewhere with someone and just talk for hours about Star Wars. Like, <laughs> it's this is what you were meant to do, man. Yeah. You know, it'd be nice. And I freaking love it. I appreciate that, man. It's definitely. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm sure a lot of people out there feel the same way with, with Star. And I'm sure you do too. Star Wars is something that goes be, so beyond a movie. And so beyond TV shows, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but you, you said it best. I could sit here and we could sit here and talk about Star Wars for for hours and hours. Uh, oh yeah, we've done it in the past. We've done it in the past. This man, when I remember coming into your room when I was six or seven years old and seeing all the Star Wars lightsabers you had, and sitting in your big living room with your TV and watching the movies, dude, it was amazing. I loved it. Yep, got it all from from my dad. So yeah, it's, it's cool how it's just generation after generation. Because I'm sure my you know my kids in the future, well, not yeah, I am sure they're gonna <laughs> be huge Star Wars fans too. It's something that brings a lot of people together. Cause, oh you know, yeah. Why? What other reason would you and I have for sitting on a on a Zoom call recording a <laughs> podcast other than Star Wars? You know. Exactly. Man, I walked in to my house yesterday and i saw my parents were watching the season finale of the mandalorian i was like really? what are you guys doing <laughs> <laughs> and I, I walked in as soon as like the doors open and you see the guy with the hood and he walks in and i look at my mom and dad and they're just like and i was really? like how are you how have you guys not watched this yet because yeah He's like, I don't know. We just don't go on Twitter or anything like that. Like, yeah, they never, they didn't get it spoiled for them. So I guess they could watch it whenever they wanted to. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it was hard for me not to spoil it, especially when you came over. Yeah, just started talking. My dad, like, I wanted to talk. He didn't see it for like a week, uh, because long story short, for everybody, I had to give my dad a list of essential Clone Wars episodes. So I gave him like fifty episodes, and then I said watch these episodes, then watch rebel. He had like a month, watch these episodes, then just watch rebels. And, uh, then when I come home, we'll binge, uh, the second season of the Mandalorian. So by that time, uh, episode uh, chapter 16, what came out on that Friday, I went home, I think that Saturday, something like mm-hmm. that, or no, 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 not that Saturday. I think I went home like the following Wednesday, something like that. And, 
I was about to fly home. I was like, you haven't even started Rebels yet, have you? He's like, no, I just don't have the time. I was like, no, I get it. I was like, so I gave him the gist of Rebels. He, he, so he skipped that. He's going to go back and watch it. But I got to watch the the last four episodes of season seven, the last episodes of the Clone Wars with him, which he loved. And then we got to binge, uh, Mandalorian. So, you know, coming from my dad, a really big Star Wars fan who got me into it, it was hard not to spoil that for yeah. him. Yeah. What was his reaction when he saw Luke? Oh, he loved it. He loved it. I bet you he did. I bet you he was freaking out. <laughs> it was so awesome seeing all the comments on the reaction video and on the on the podcast we did after the reaction, just hearing all these grown ass men. <laughs> like I cried. You guys I had the same reaction as you guys. Like, thank you for this video stuff. Like that was our first big dose of just uh, over fan interaction, not fan interaction because we we've had that a lot, but like, Oh, not overwhelming positivity, just so much positivity. It was Mm -hmm. was incredible. It was so awesome to see. And then we have WandaVision coming up soon. So we're going to start, we're going to kick it into a little Marvel gear for a little bit. Yes. We're going to kick it into Marvel. Yes. Um, obviously, eventually, we're going to get back to doing some short stories. Um, we we still have a lot of Funko stuff coming out because I, I, as everybody watching can see, I'm a huge Funko guy. So I love doing unboxings. I love just doing reviews. So Funkos are a big part of the channel for us. And it's cool that we have you to you know fall back on too. To have I'm on. saying if Funko, you should start doing like a TikTok about it. Start gaining a TikTok following because TikTok, man, that's... For everybody who doesn't know, I actually do have a TikTok where I post um, some videos about Funko. I, I'm not active on there a lot, so I don't know a lot about editing, Dude. but I am trying to get into it. So follow yeah. me, Funko Stud, on TikTok. <laughs> give a you know detailed looks at at the collection. Dude, and I would like. I think it would be the funniest thing in the world to see you do one of those TikTok dances. Oh, <laughs> I cannot do that. I'm not a, actually. I am a dancer. Oh. Hey. Uh, for everybody uh, watching, we <laughs> busted it down a little bit. Had to break it down. Yes, sir. All right. So I think, you know, we don't want to keep the people too too much longer. They got a good taste of the, the kind of Star Wars fan you are, and clearly you're going to be on the show uh, moving forward. So is there anything else you want to talk about before we before we go? Is there anything you want to say to the – say to the crowd or you know i'm excited i finally get to join the star wars fandom officially on record i'm not i'm not just sitting in the darkness scrolling through my phone just looking at we gotta, we gotta get, get you on a star wars twitter well we gotta get you a, a star wars my, twitter i need my own at at the bottom exactly exactly and i can have something to do with my star wars legos over here there we go Um, Before we go, guys, um, I I meant to mention this at the very beginning of the video, but uh, Alec and I have been talking a lot lately, and we were trying to think of a really cool design we could come out, because as you can see, we before we eventually down the road, we are going to do a little logo change, so we wanted to get some of these out, uh, the Carbonite Combos original logo, what started it all. We wanted to get a design of that out, just kind of get some shirts, Um, but Going off of that, me and Alec have been talking a lot about, lately about just making a really cool line of of merchandise. And I think today it kind of clicked of a little design. And what you have to know about me and Alec, well, Alec and I, is that we are not artists. We're not artists. So we just do our best because we have a lot of ideas in our heads. It's just hard for us to execute them because 
you know, we're, we're on a budget as well with the podcast. So we can't go paying artists every time we want. So we have to make a lot of, well, we make all of it. We have to make a lot of our stuff and it's, it's getting us really out of our, our comfort zone, but we have an idea that we're going to run with based on not the Mandalorian, but just Mandalorians moving for, uh, for a few, a few different designs that'll go on t-shirts, uh, hoodies, stickers of, along the lines somewhere we want to get, find somewhere that uh, we can make some pins made because uh, later on in the channel, I'm going to have my pin collection behind me of star Wars pins. Um, so if anybody knows a great place to um, do e-commerce for, for I guess lapel pins, I don't know what the, the sticky pins where you stick them through, put the back in. If anybody knows a, a good e-commerce site to do pins and hats, just let me know. Um, but yes, a big Mandalorian, uh, design line coming out so definitely be on the lookout from that we're finalizing some ideas getting them drawn up getting them designed so be on the lookout for that this again this is episode 23 we're gonna have i don't think we have any other episode well any other special no short stories reactions nothing like that coming out but you know you never know when something could pop into your head and you want to make a video about it i definitely will do a funko a funko friday so be on the lookout for that but Colton, I know I did it already, but is there anything anything else you got? Um, nothing about Star Wars, but I do have a question for you. Can you show me a place to get some, like, where I can buy some of your merch? Like, Of course. Because I would love a, one of those Carbonite Combo hoodies. Yeah, of course, bro. I'll, I'll just send me the link. Yes, I want to rep it, man. I'm on the, I'm on the pod now. I got to rep it. Yes, sir. If anybody uh, wants, to, wants to check out the designs we have now from two of the uh, two of Star Wars fandom's uh, newest quote artists. I, I wouldn't consider it art. Uh, we're gonna have the link in the link in the bio if you want to check out some of the stuff. Just promise not to laugh at us because um, we we try our best. But definitely be on the exactly definitely be on the lookout for the new the new merch Mandalorian merch line drop. Be on the lookout for a Funko video coming out this week and episode twenty four coming out next week. But until then, guys. May the Force be with you. Remember, the Force will be with you. Always.